This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. The NFL playoff race is just absurd this year. Uh, conferences on both sides are just, uh, there's more teams alive than ever. And I knew that that was going to be a result because of the expanded playoffs and the 17 getting in. But and I mean, 17th week, too. And my, but my God, I mean, all the way down to the number 13 team in the AFC with the Miami Dolphins, who are at six and seven, they're still alive. And then all the way down to. Uh, I'd say the 12 and 13th team, Carolina and Seattle with a 5 and 8 record, technically have a chance in the NFC. But 11... I'm pretty sure last night after the Sunday night game, I saw teams that were in a hunt and went all the way down to the 4 and 8 Bears. <laughs> That's not well. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're still they're still statistically alive. They are. Uh, the only team eliminated from the NFC side of things are the Detroit Lions. Uh, three teams are eliminated from the AFC, Jacksonville, Houston, and the Jets. But those are the only teams that have less than six wins. Everybody else in the AFC side of things has at least six wins okay. on the season. Yeah. That's absurd. The parity has been out of control in the NFL this season. Three teams have ten wins. They're all in the NFC. It's just top-heavy on one side in the NFC – and you're struggling to get a team over 500 to get in, and then you flip over to the AFC, and there's a team over 500 in the Denver Broncos who are in 10th place. So You know what I think is hilarious, Tom, is when you're going on NFL.com or ESPN.com to look at playoff standings, and you scroll all the way to the right side, and it'll tell you, oh, this team has this high breaker over this, and it's just like one little sentence, right? You know it's a tight race when I'm showing Tom my phone, there are paragraphs huh, yeah. for each team. Look at look at this on the NFC side between Washington, Minnesota, Philadelphia. There are literally paragraphs describing the tiebreakers because every team is so close. Not just one sentence. That, that is that is six seven sentences you see there. All the playoff races are incredibly close, but that's not really where we're focusing on this episode. We're focusing on the AFC North race and maybe the hottest contended division in the NFL. And I say that because it's really the only division, I guess you could argue... The AFC West. Yeah, where all four teams still have a shot to win it. But I would say to you, sir... Mm, say to me, sir. The Chiefs look really good in the AFC oh, West. I, I don't think there's a question that the Chiefs are going to win that. Mathematically, all four teams are alive. Realistically, I think it's basically the Chiefs and maybe the Chargers have a chance to catch them. We'll see Thursday Night Football this week, Chiefs-Chargers. That's going to be a great Ooh. one. But I think the Chiefs are going to win that thing. The AFC North, all four are mathematically alive, and I think it's realistic still for all four teams to win. They're the also division. all over 500. The Raiders just dropped below 500 for the first time in a while this past week with that blowout loss to Kansas City. Oh, my yes. God, they got mollywhopped, too. Yes. Let's focus in on the, the Baltimore Ravens to start, the team that's at the top right now. They just lost the team who went from fourth to second. That's how tight this division is. You can go from fourth to second with just one victory. The Cleveland Browns won 24 to 22. My God, did they try to blow that game too? Uh, onside kick recovery by the Baltimore what Ravens. What was that Cleveland defender doing? Did you see that? Why? But okay, he just wasn't looking at how on an onside kick. Here's my biggest problem. If though. you're in that little group in the receiving area, why was he there? Right, it should not have been. Who him. put that guy there? That should be your all hands team. Reminded that should be receivers of, and defensive backs. Reminded me of that NFC Championship game between Seattle Green Bay. 
when they got the they had Jordy gig. Nelson in position to catch the ball. Jordy Nelson at the time, sure-handed as ever. And, like, the backup tight end said, nope, this is my time to shine. Hell, even the backup tight end would have been better. Than that was a yeah, – I think it was a defensive a, player or yeah, some – it was a uh, – his number was, like, 51 guy, or yeah. something. That guy shouldn't have been on the field. But they almost blew up, but they don't. So the Ravens dropped their second straight game and dropped to 8-5. and five. And now they get to welcome Aaron Rodgers into Baltimore, potentially without, without Lamar. Lamar Jackson, who was carted off the field with an ankle injury the against weird thing the Browns. Too about that was that up until like the fourth quarter, they were saying questionable to return. They they were not ruling him out. So I don't know if that was just to keep hopes alive for Baltimore fans or or guys playing on the field, but kind of odd that they kept him. At bay for that long. Well, our colleague Charlie Batch loves to say, if you don't return in the game that you left, there's a good chance you won't play in the game next week. That's not gospel. It's not written in stone. But Is that bad got, news for the Steelers with T.J. Watt next That's week, what man? I was going to say. Hopefully that it's not the case there. But in Baltimore's case, you do hope it is what becomes reality because you need the Ravens to continue to lose football games in. Welcoming in Aaron Rodgers, who's dealing with his own injury, mind you, with his toe is not a good prospect for the Ravens who absolutely need a win. Then they go to Cincinnati before they welcome the Rams and the Steelers in back-to-back weeks to wrap up the season at their home stadium. All of these games are losable for the Baltimore Ravens. In fact, now that they lost that game to the Browns, which I had pegged as a real winnable game, the game against the Bengals and the game at home against the Steelers are the two that I look at and say, we have got to get these two. We've said all along that 10 wins should get you in as a division winner, as a wild card team, no matter what. If you're 10 and 7 at least, I think you're going to get a ticket to the dance. Well, their two wins to get to 10 and 7 are against the Bengals and the Steelers, which would also be AFC North wins and potentially give them the division at 10 and 7 as well. So they have to, have to, have to, have to, have to find a way to dig in and get those two wins against the AFC North teams. Or steal a win against the Rams and the Packers. But with this injury to Lamar, I don't think the Ravens are going to win the division. And I think the playoffs are in serious jeopardy for Baltimore. If it's what's-his-name out there at quarterback. Huntley. Huntley. He wasn't terrible. No, he made some really good scrambles. I mean, <laughs> he was he was running 30 yards to gain about seven. But it was impressive. It was now, I wouldn't call it Lamar Jackson-esque because Lamar could have done it a lot more efficiently. Outplayed Baker Mayfield. Oh, for sure. I mean, Baker Mayfield, that one interception he had, just completely threw the ball in the wrong direction. It, it, it came early in the game, so it wasn't of extreme consequence. But, yeah, I mean, Baker Mayfield just didn't look great. Plus, he got completely pancaked at one point, took him out of the game for a couple of plays, if not a whole series, if I recall correctly. But I think, so, if... With the Packers, Bengals, Rams, Steelers, that's as hard as it gets on down the, down the stretch of a season. That's as hard. I don't care if you think the Bengals are for real. They just lost to the 49ers at home. The Steelers, it's in Baltimore, and we know how wishy-washy the Steelers can be this year. Those are You're still going to be played hard in those games. But if it's Huntley out there, you could go 0-4. Now, you, right? Yeah, you I think, think you so. You go 0 4 if you're the Baltimore Ravens? I think they could have gone 0 4 with Lamar Jackson out there. The way that they've mm. been playing this season and the mm. way that their rushing game, besides Lamar Jackson, has kind of 
really gone by the wayside as it gets later and later in the season with these veterans that probably shouldn't be on teams in the roles that they're in. Sure. But they have to be because the Ravens are just Le'Veon so injury. Bell was scoring touchdowns for this team. People. And then got cut. And then That's how bad this running team is. And then on top of that, the injury to Marlon Humphrey. Sure when Marcus Peters was already out for the year, I mean, they just don't have anybody that can cover in that secondary. So you can get away with it against— And you saw it, Baker Mayfield. I mean, he didn't have his best game, but he still threw for two touchdowns. But I'm going to say you get away with it against a guy like Baker. You can't do it against Aaron Rodgers. You can't do it against— Joe Burrow. Matt Stafford, we'll see. Joe Burrow almost had a great comeback against the the Niners and went to OT, but we know how that game ended. And especially— and what could be Big Ben's last, last game of game. his career? At the bank, in M&T Bank Stadium. I mean, what a final stage that would be for him. You know he'd be geared up to throw a big-time big quarter up on the board, like a three-touchdown, 200-yard quarter performance. Not only that, but you maybe not some of the younger guys like Millett or Witherspoon, the guys that we saw celebrating in the end zone after that interception – against Minnesota when they were down, what, 29-7 to seven or something? Maybe not those guys, but the rest of the team is going to be fighting like hell for Ben to win his last game. Of those guys game. will be fighting like hell, too. The whole team will be. And it's important to note that not just the Ravens will be a part of the equation that they need a win to get into the playoffs. The Steelers will probably be looking down that barrel yeah. as well. Maybe need some help with the Steelers side of things, but... You're still going to be a win, and we have a chance to get in the scenario, I think, come week 18. So that's going to be tougher for the Ravens with a, an arch rival who has a chance to potentially punch their ticket to the playoff, and all they have to do is beat you. Yeah, I, I think that the division has gone south on them real quickly, and I'd be worried about an actual playoff spot as well. But the team they beat, or just lost to, excuse me, the Cleveland Browns, that was the first time since 1991, Jacob, that an NFL team faced the same team in their back-to-back games. Yeah, I, there was a bye in, in the middle. I've been telling you, Tom, this week 17 or this week 18 has thrown this scheduling committee off the loop. You hate the scheduling there are committee. There's so many weird things happening down the stretch of the season. I did the playoff machine yesterday. Oh. ESPN playoff See, machine you know, is the for best. Me, it's the best, but it's so much more fun when I think that the Steelers have a legitimate chance of making the playoffs. So what, what do I care about the rest of the league? Well, here's the thing. We'll get to this in a second. I did— uh, I've done it. Don't get me wrong. I just can't enjoy it as much as I have in, in years past when the Steelers are really in the hunt. I, I did a couple go-arounds, and one of them wasn't what I thought was going to happen, but it was realistic. Like, okay. it could have happened. I wasn't just totally going opposite of what I thought. Sure. And the Steelers came out on top with the AFC North crown in hand. Wow. Now, they have to beat the Titans, they have to beat the Browns, and they have to beat the Ravens for that to even be remotely possible, and they need some help from the other team's schedules. But it's definitely a possibility, and that's including that loss. To, I, I still included that loss to the Chiefs in there by the Pittsburgh Steelers. But the team that came out on top when I did it, based on what I really thought was going to happen, was the Cleveland Browns. Because I think they're set up to win three out of their next four games. They're at home against the Vegas Raiders. I think they get a win there. I think the Raiders – how many times have I said this on this on this show? But I think they're finally done. Like, I think that they're finally – turmoil from the season has caught up to yes. them. They just got – I mean, we saw it yesterday. Absolutely dragged by the Chiefs. I think that's the, you know and, – And how appropriate or how, I guess, inappropriate by the Raiders to come out pregame and do the juju. 
and, yeah, and but stomp I mean, on the logo. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, you're, it's a dumb idea, but I, I saw a headline that was like, Raiders' speech on the logo inspires Chiefs to victory. It's like they were going to try to win before that happened. Of course happened. they were, but you're, you're an idiot if you're – any one of those guys on the Raiders scene to think that. Don't poke the bear. Yeah. Don't poke doing? the bear. So I think the Raiders finally got a stake driven into their heart. That's a tough one to have to bounce back from. So I don't see them being much of a factor down the stretch, except for maybe playing spoiler, which they could this Saturday. We got Saturday games this week, baby. We got Saturday football. The Raiders the and Browns kick it off on Saturday at 4.30 p.m. I like that, though, because it's important for the Steelers. Yeah, you got, you got to root for the Raiders if you're a good Steelers point. fan. But I, I think the Browns win that game. I, I think they go to Lambeau and lose on Christmas Day, the very next Saturday. And then I think the Browns beat the Steelers at Heinz Field, little revenge game, and I think they beat the Bengals again at home this time after they went into Cincinnati and destroyed them earlier this season. So I think it's realistic that the Browns win three out of their, their next four games. That gets them to 10-7. and seven. And based on the schedule we just laid out with the Ravens, I think it's very possible that they end up to be 9-8, and eight, and that's how I kind of – had the machine shake out and have the Browns be at the top of the division at 10 and seven, which I thought would happen at the beginning of the year. Just not so the we've way. taken a very weird sure. route, but we could potentially still be there as a Cleveland Browns 2021 AFC North champion. I mean, I got to look at the playoff machine again. You don't have to, you don't have to twist my arm to, do, to work the playoff machine, but I'm shocked that you had a scenario where the Steelers came out on top. And it's especially not that far fetched, especially this late in the season with only what four games left. Yeah. Yeah. So if you had told me that after the Ravens game, before the Vikings game, I could have said, okay, I can see that happening. But you need, but the, the stuff that needs to happen, you need the Browns to lose. You have to be a, one of the losses to the Browns. You have to hand the Browns and the Ravens a loss yourself if you're the Steelers. You need the Bengals to lose three out of their next four games, which is doable because they're not playing incredible football in Cincinnati right now. And they go to Mile High Stadium to play the Broncos next week. That's a tough place to go and play. And yeah, they just—I mean, who, I, they they blew out, but it wasn't an impressive team. It was Detroit. Okay, there you go. Yeah, and then the Ravens at home. The Ravens are going to be really hungry for that one, but it's a winnable game for the Bengals. Then they got the Chiefs in Cincinnati, and I think the Chiefs are probably going to win every single game they have from here on out, and that might include the Super Bowl. And cool. then they go battle. I thought you were going to say that might include the Steelers. I said. Might include the Steelers. <laughs> I think it's going to happen. And then they got the Battle of Ohio at the end of the year in Bengals and Browns to wrap things up. Who so, do you, I mean, I, see I can't it, predict who you, right now who the Steelers are going to want to win that game. It's going to come down to Week 18 when you're going to be looking at it and said, okay, now I know who I need to win this game for the Steelers. I think it's going to be back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So say the Steelers beat the Titans – because it all starts with them beating the Titans. Lose to the Chiefs, beat the Browns on Monday Night Football. So they got two out of their next three games in the win column, heading into that Baltimore game at the end of the year. So you're 8-7-1. and seven and one. Say the Ravens lose out to that point and are sitting at 8-8 eight and eight now, heading into that Steelers game. Sure. You beat the Browns once already. The Bengals would have had a win to get them to eight wins. The Browns would have gotten to eight wins as well. There is a scenario where, at the last game of the year, if the Steelers beat the Ravens, they're in the playoffs as AFC North champion. If the Ravens beat the Steelers, the winner of Cincinnati and Cleveland would become the AFC North champion, unless they were to tie 
and then the Ravens would become the <laughs> AFC North champion. So I think we have a scenario where these four teams could all have a chance to win the AFC North on the very last week of the season, and that's so unheard of. That's got to be a rare teams. to have all yeah. four teams not just – because you've had all four teams alive for a playoff spot in week 18 or week 17 before. But to have every single team from one through four with a chance to get a win on that last day and become the AFC North champion, go from fourth to first or whatever, that's absolutely insane to me. If and I don't NFL, even know if it's that good of a division, but it's definitely an equal division, that's for sure. If you're the NFL, what would you rather? Oh, I want all four of those no, teams. No, 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 no. Would you rather Pittsburgh win and then it's just over? Or would you rather Baltimore win and then it comes down to Cincinnati-Cleveland? Well, I think what would happen if that were the case and those two games met, it would, it would be, they would run parallel to each other. Or they would flex Baltimore-Pittsburgh. And so you would just Cincinnati so you know who would had it, waiting. and then if Pittsburgh wins, they're in. If Baltimore wins, we already know who won that game. Do you know, who know this, get in. Is there a, is there even a Sunday night game scheduled? No, nope, they don't schedule a Sunday night game until the the end of the season because they, they like to keep that open. Looking at it flex. now, I don't know what is considered the game of the week, but Tom, there are some. I mean, Seahawks. It's, it's a shame that it's not Cardinals Rams Week 18. It's Niners Rams. Cardinals Seahawks, but if the Niners are still alive, that could definitely potentially be a playoff game. Other than that, though, I think it, it's oh, well, you know what it's going to be. It's going to end up being Cowboys Eagles. That's what it's going to end up being. Of Eagles course. are going to be fighting for a playoff spot. That's all they need to see, because there, there's literally no other game out there. Other, I think the <clears throat> excuse me, the only games that are interesting for a national audience are Steelers Ravens. Uh, Cowboys, Eagles, Niners, Rams. That's it. Now, we just said that we, or at least I think that the Browns are going to be the team that ends up grabbing the division title. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're the best. Who right now would you say is the best team in the AFC North? And it's a tough question because is there really that good of a team? I don't know. Do you? I mean, should we do this like by position and then just say, okay, we've given this many check marks to this team by position? I, I think that's the fairest way to do it. On paper, I think the Bengals are the best team in the division. I think their defense might be starting to catch up a little bit, drop back down to the mean, and, and they were playing above their heads all year long. Like We did not expect the Bengals' defense to be this good. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're starting to regress a little bit. Maybe the offense is starting to regress a little bit. I know Jamar Chase had two touchdowns late in that game, but he had some drops early in the game. And mm-hmm. I heard a stat that he leads the league in drops. Really? And wow. It was a big problem in the offseason, remember, in training camp. It was, sure. But then the whole quote about the ball, the ball doesn't have the white stripes on it, so I can't see it as well. He exploded right. at the beginning of the year. Oh, he's still a top five wide receiver, I think, already in the NFL in my mind. But he had a little bit of a hiccup there in the middle of the as the season got later. So, on paper, I think that the Bengals are the best team. I think they got the best quarterback. I think they got the best wide receiver, and I think they got the best running back. Well, uh, Nick Chubb. No, Nick Chubb. But he's not been the same ever since those injuries have happened. Like, I, I can't fault him for that. Though. I guess you can't, but it still hasn't. It hasn't been Nick Chubb, right? Like, and that's what the Browns need to be their identity if they want to have 
any shot at winning playoff games and getting on a run is you need to run to get on a run if you're the Cleveland Browns. And I don't know, Nick Chubb just hasn't been, but you're right. I'd still give the tip of the cap in his favor, but Joe Mixon's not like he's super far behind. I mean, he's a really good back in his own right. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think the Bengals are the best team. They're just not ready to win yet. They, their coach hasn't done it before. The, their quarterback hasn't done it before. Their almost entire roster hasn't done it before. No one on that team. You need to learn how to win in this league, and that's the exact thing they're going through this year. I mean, they've gotten blown out by a couple teams, the Browns and the Chargers. They've blown out a couple teams, the Ravens and the Steelers. And last week was another important step for them because they were getting blown out, and they were losing pretty lopsidedly at home. This was a close game. But they came back. I know they fell it wasn't short. By much. It was it was a close game for the majority of the game, and they only had to score a touchdown to tie it. Two touchdowns. It was twenty to six at one point. Oh, you're right. You're right. And that was when it was twenty to six. I said to myself, "Okay, they can fold here, here, or is this an actual team?" And they proved that they can come back, and they did come back. And that's the next step. Now the step after that is to complete a comeback and get the win on the other side. So they're learning how to play and learning how to win these kind of games. And Early little sneak peek into Tom's predictions for 2022. Uh-oh. I think they'll probably win the AFC North next year. Wow. I don't know. It's going to be tough. They could still win the Lamar, AFC North this year, though. A healthy Lamar, a put-together Browns team. It's going to be tough. But they could still win it this year, technically. But I just don't think that they're ready yet to take that step. I think they'll drop a couple games down the stretch that they should probably win. I think that they've already started that fade a little bit, losing games that they should probably win, or at least in the case of that Chargers game, they should not have gotten blown out the way that they did. That's that's two straight losses at home to teams that are traveling from the West Coast. Uh, that's tough pill to swallow if you're the Bengals. So you should be beating those types of teams. So I think. They just need to learn how to finish the job, and this year down the stretch will be a good, you know, first test for them on how how December football is played and how tough the gauntlet can be. But the problem is, Tom, every single one of these AFC North teams have ridiculously tough schedules moving forward. Ridiculously the tough. The easiest game across all four teams is next is this Saturday game for the Browns. No other team in the AFC North plays an easier, more beatable opponent than the Browns do this week against the Raiders. Every other team is going to be something like the Rams or the Packers or each other or the Chiefs, right? Those are the teams. That's it. And then you have randomly the Raiders thrown in there for the Browns. Every other team is going to be a tough – every week is going to be a tough win for all four of these teams. And – I think the Browns are going to win this Saturday against the Vegas Raiders, but, I mean, I guess don't sleep on the Vegas Raiders. I mean, they could be feeling themselves on a primetime national TV game. I think about the Bengals. I mean, last time they the did team, but they got to go into mile high. That's a tough place to win. And it's never an easy place to win. You know the last time Ben won in mile high? I couldn't tell you. That's a long, it's been a long time. I don't know the last time he's won a mile high. The last time they played a mile high was the Antonio the Brown. Yeah, because they beat the Broncos the last two years in Pittsburgh. and then Well, these past two years. Right, exactly. I'm saying the, the last time that, was the interception yes. that caused a lot of the turmoil between him and, and A.B. Mm-hmm. So it's a really, really tough place to go into and get a victory, especially when you're a younger team. And 
it's not like the Broncos are just playing spoiler at this point of the year. The Broncos no, the Broncos think they can get in alive. They are alive. They're very oh, no, much no, no, alive. I, but I meant like a legitimate playoff team. Yeah, I don't think they are legitimate. Playoff I don't think team. anyone considers them a playoff team either. But but does that mean they can't get in? No. You I know mean, what I mean? Really like quickly looking at their schedule. Sometimes teams get in that really don't really belong to get in. Looking at their schedule, it's the Bengals at home could win. And then it's AFC West opponents the rest of the way, which it's, is tough. It's Raiders, for them. Chiefs. It's Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs. Chargers, Chiefs. I don't know if they can. Uh, Chargers. I think they could actually probably. It's on end the road. Up beating. Uh, okay. Yeah, probably not. Doesn't mean it. LA does not have. Yeah, Denver's going to have the home field advantage there. They're going to travel from. The Colorado. Chiefs game is in Denver. Could be interesting. <sighs> could be interesting. The Chiefs. The Broncos were able to keep it somewhat close in Kansas City, just a, a Sunday night football ago. So, who knows if they can do something at Mile High, but. I wouldn't hold my breath about beating the Chiefs, like I said, down the stretch. I think the Chiefs are just going to be on a war well, path. could it possibly be that the Chiefs have locked up the AFC West at that point? It's the second-to-last game of the year. It's the last the game of the year. Oh, yeah, then for sure. It goes Raider, It goes Bengals, Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which so would maybe be... the Chiefs aren't playing for anything. Pat Mahomes isn't playing. Chris Jones isn't playing. Melvin Ingram. And maybe the Broncos playing. are 8-8, eight and eight and maybe 9-8 nine and eight can get you an outside shot at 7. Yeah. So maybe they do get that chance there. But, yeah, it's no easy task for the Bengals. Uh, one last thing on the AFC North teams before we wrap this up. Do you see any one of them getting in and making a serious run, or do you see these teams in and pretty much one and done? I think it depends on who you draw. Right? If you are – you're gonna end up being probably because the chief, uh, the Chiefs are gonna be higher, the pa- the Patriots are gonna be higher. It's just I think will, the Titans will, will end up being the higher. Three or the four seed between the AFC South. I think the four seed is gonna be the AFC North. So you get a really good. You get the best wild card team. So who is that right now? The Chargers. Yeah, I think it, you could be one and done no matter who you are. The Chargers. The Bills. The Colts. Oh, the Bills. <laughs> It's miraculous. Who would you rather have out of those three? The Bills, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, right now. Imagine saying that at the beginning of the year. How many games have they lost in a row? They've only lost. Well, they won that game against the Saints on Thanksgiving to put a little stop in there. They've lost four against the Colts. Yeah, three of the last four. They lost the the Jaguars. Yeah, it's bad. You don't want to be the Bills right now. You don't want to be the Bills right now. But who would have thought at the beginning of the year where you'd say, yeah, I'd take the Bills in the first round. That's the most favorable matchup. Especially at home. I know, no like one. You don't have to worry about going to Buffalo, where it's imp- it, it is a tough home field advantage to play. I lied. One last question: Do you think there's two teams from the AFC North that get in? No, or one team, division winner only. I think it has. I mean, let me look at it really quickly. Right now, there's only one. I mean, here's the thing: the right Chargers, now, there's the only Chargers one. Are going to get in? I think the Bills are going to get in. <clears throat> will the Will the Colts get in? I feel more confident in the Colts than the Bills right now. So if we, if you're saying that you think the Chargers and the Bills well, are going to get so in, so then we answered our question. I think the ourselves. wild cards are set in our in our mind. We each have enough faith in the Colts and the and the Bills to make it that that leaves no room for an AFC North opponent and or it, our second AFC North team. So AFC North or bust, right? I mean that's that's it. That's the I point. Think that's, it. that's the point that you've gotten to at the season, not just for the Steelers, but for every other team in the AFC. It North is as well. weird though because the Colts sit at the number six seed, so they're not just the last seed to get in; they are the sixth seed. At seven and six, and then the next four teams all have the same record: the Bills, the Browns, the Bengals, the Broncos, and then the Steelers are like a quarter of a game back because of that tie. 
the, the Steelers win that game against the Lions, it's you, ne- ha- you then have one, two, three, four, five, six teams at a seven and six record. Can you believe that? Par- you don't because the Steelers tie with the Lions. Parity reigns in the NFL this year, that's for sure, and it's a lot of fun. It is certainly creating some drama down the stretch as we get closer and closer to playoff football time. That's going to do it for this episode of the Steelers Standard. Thanks, as always, for giving us a listen. He's Jacob Recht. I'm Tom Offerman, and we both will talk to you next time.